Welcome to the Artist Academy podcast, a place where we focus on the business side of art to help you attract more customers, increase profits, and ultimately live a life of creativity and financial freedom. I'm your host, Andrea Earhart, and this week's episode is our first ever replay episode where I'm bringing an interview back from 2020 that we did three years ago because I think it's just the perfect time of year and I think you need to hear it again. So since we're entering the best time of year to start up or gain window painting customers, that's why I'm rewinding this interview back to the window painting master himself, Scott Campbell, and all of his words of wisdom. I actually started writing out my own tips for window painting to record a solo episode about this subject and things that I've learned and ways to get business. But then I remembered, wait a second, I know a guy who can explain this better than me and has more experience than me. And we've already recorded a full episode on this entire subject. So I went back and I re-listened to this interview from three years ago and was actually really surprised at the amount of information and just the conversation in general that I had forgotten. The things that he said, I was just nodding my head like, yes, I agree. But I'm like, I don't remember him saying this, but I mean, I'm sure he did. And I'm sure it made an imprint and it, it changed the way I do business now. But it's like, you know how you know how to do something? You're like, where did I get that from? Where did I learn it? A lot of my window painting techniques I learned from Scott, and he has made a career out of painting windows. It's his main thing. That's the thing he does. He paints on windows. He doesn't do what I do. He doesn't paint murals and canvases. and like He just paints windows, and he's really good at it. And I think that's the person that we should learn from if you're wanting to break into painting windows, right? So We chat about passing around a window painting flyer, how to price yourself to get those early jobs, how to paint quickly and take up the most space to get those big eye-catching designs. And I'm a big advocate for window painting during the holidays, so right now, because it gives you practice, practice pitching and designing for customers and doing those commissions and invoicing and bringing those customers' visions to life on a not-so-permanent surface. I think it's a really good entryway, specifically into murals, but any painter can do this. And also, so I also made this freebie several years ago, so I'm just reusing what I have been using for several years, but if you go to artistacademy.co slash holiday window painting, I have the link here so you don't have to write out artistacademy.co slash holiday window painting, but you can go and you can download my window painting supply list and flyer template to help you get started. Because as we talk about all the ways to get business and stuff, I think you're going to want to jump into it. I think by the end of it, you're going to be like, okay, let me go download this freebie. Let me give it a try. And I think you'll be surprised at the amount of extra cash flow that you'll have this holiday season because it just takes one. It just takes meeting that right person or passing the flyer around to this one business with the owner that's really well connected and just making this domino effect in your art business to not just do windows, but then do murals. And just, I think this is such a good time. So you've ever thought about it. I really think you'll enjoy this episode with Scott Campbell and all that he has to say. So here we go. So if you could start out by just explaining a little bit about what you do and how you got into the window painting world. Well, I'm a window painter, a window splash artist. I've been doing it for 44 years. I started in northern Nevada. I painted my first window splash and uh, I did it for the holidays. 
the reason I started doing this, my brother's a sign painter in Los Angeles, and he used to paint window splashes too. So he encouraged me to do it also. So I did my first splash. It was at a newspaper office that I worked at. And then I think the first year I painted maybe six windows for the holidays. And then each year I would paint more and more and build up my clientele. And I wasn't the greatest of artists. You know, I always drew and stuff, but I had to put my time in to reach the level I'm at now. I've painted about 70,000 windows to date over the 44 years. But in the beginning, yeah, it takes a lot of time and a lot of perseverance. And uh, anyway, fast forward, I did this every year for 10 years in Nevada. I moved to Portland, Oregon, where I started doing it full time after I got laid off from my job as a graphic artist in Portland. So after about two months of being in Portland, I started doing it full time. And it took about three years to kind of get it going. It was really a struggle. I used to do other stuff too, a lot of posters and, you know, other types of art, not too many signs but uh, mostly just banners and posters, simple stuff. And then the business just grew and grew. I started getting national chains and all kinds of people. And But anyway, I did move back to Nevada where I started a year and a half ago, so I'm retired. I still paint a few splashes in town, but um, I mostly just teach on YouTube now. Oh, really? Okay. So how did that switch come about from painting to teaching? Well, I was already teaching in Portland. I was painting windows, but I was t- I've been teaching for about six years now on YouTube and online. I also have a Patreon account. So I just transitioned in it. We decided to retire. I'm turning 65 and uh, we decided to settle down. Portland was getting a bit busy for us, a lot of traffic and stuff, a lot of things going on. And so we came here. We sold our house, came here. We live. My wife's a Shoshone Indian, so we moved back here to the reservation and we're getting a house uh, set up here. But so I continue to paint windows a little bit, not hardly as much. I have a a Sears store I work for and a Mexican restaurant and a kid's gym that I do in town. But I mainly just do it so I can record them, record the videos and teach. And I also have a big uh, piece of plate glass here that I paint on and I do lessons too. So that's what I do now. I just primarily teach. Awesome. Okay. So you teach mostly how to window paint? Yeah. And I have ebooks that I sell. And I decided to brand my YouTube channel my, uh, primarily for window painting. It's really gratifying. I mean, I get just the other day, I, I got uh, some stuff on Instagram of somebody who was working for Amazon and she did several walkways with large, wide windows. And, uh, I think she made like over $2,000, but she started following me like five or six years ago. She was a face painter. She never painted windows before. Now she paints just hundreds of them. I've helped a lot of people get started all over the world with window painting, which was kind of, I wouldn't call it a dying art, but it was just kind of a niche that a lot of people weren't aware of, you know? Yeah. Okay. So you do this year round, even in the winter. Do you do it for say all the holidays? Is that how you, or you did it year round? Yeah. Christmas is the best time to start. When I got to Portland the first year, I got there in the fall and the the first winter I was there, the first Christmas season, I did 111 stores my first time out. And uh, I didn't do really big stuff. I do kind of medium to small stuff and I'm really fast. So I paint year round, even in the stormy weather, the winter, the rain. I have videos about painting and freezing weather and what to do. And I have a lot of videos. I have 1,150 videos, I think now, instructional window painting videos on YouTube. And I have about 100 and 
almost 160 on Patreon. Oh, wow. Okay. So whenever you're painting year round in the cold, is there a certain temperature that the paint won't dry or is it basically drying all the time? Yeah, it's the temperature doesn't affect the paint if it dries or not. It has to do with um, the humidity. But if it is freezing, the paint will freeze. So, I mean, I have different techniques. Like I have, I keep tubs of water. I'll have like a kind of like a propane gas thing, like a those things you go to picnics and stuff, put the pots on top to boil water. I'll boil water, pour it in there, and I keep my gallons of paint in there. And there's all kinds of tricks and things if you're willing to do it, because the holidays are the best time. I mean, that's when you can get started. Everybody paints their windows for the holidays, plus Halloween, Easter, Fourth of July, Mother's Day, uh, Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's Day. But you can also go into more stuff like uh, sales, grand openings, all kinds of stuff. Okay, so you mentioned you were very fast. Do you use acrylics whenever you paint? And how, how long does it take you to paint one window? So say say someone has, I don't know, like a five foot by five foot space that they need painted for their window. How long does that usually take you? Well, it depends on what it is. Five by five space is really small, but say they wanted to paint an apple character with eyes and stuff. It would take about the actual paint time would probably be about five minutes, but you have to let the layers dry. So usually I'm doing a lot of different windows, but I would paint the white base and I would draw it with my finger really quick. I draw on the wet paint, you know, the features and stuff. So that would take probably about a minute and a half. And then I would paint. And then that once that's dry, I would do a second coat, which takes about, I don't know, 30 seconds. And then <laughs> the, the red, I paint the red over that because I use a lot of rollers and stuff. But yeah, it just really depends on what it is. I had 160 blockbuster videos to paint. It was funny because I had just turned down a job. I, I turned down a lot of work for stuff I don't like to do. Like a furniture store called me. It was in the summer and I'm usually slower in August. And this place called me and they're like, oh, we want you to do this stuff. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. But, you know, I, I want to make them cartoony or have cartoon characters interacting with the furniture. But they were like, oh, no, we want really realistic furniture. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't do that. Because I, I like doing the caricatures and the cartoony stuff. But anyway, right after I hung up, I got a text from Blockbuster Video. They said, we have 160 stores, we want done. And I was just like, oh, my God, that's a lot. And they go, can your people do that? We have to have it done in 30 days. And I lied. I called back and said, Oh, yeah, I can do it in 30 days. <laughs> <laughs> That's and what it, I would do, too. <laughs> but anyway, I went, th- I went to the office. Their main office happened to be in Portland. And I went in there and they said, well, this is the message. We want to put kids rentals 99 cents. What can you do? And just paint it on the window. So I painted it for him. I did a really cute kid. I didn't do his whole body. I just did his head, which makes it faster. And I did a, you know, a blend that said kids rentals with black letters over it. And then a big 99 cents red and white. And so it took me about an hour and a half to do it. And uh, they said, okay, this is great. And they said, we'll pay you $100 a store. That has to include your gas and your hotels and whatever materials, your paint and everything. I said, okay, because, you know, it's 160 stores, that's $16,000. So I ended up doing it in two and a half weeks, and which was about $1,000 a day. So I was doing about 10 stores a day, and that includes driving time between the stores. And they were all over. Oregon and Washington. And um, I ended up paying about $2,800 for hotels and gas. So I still made quite a bit of money for two and a half weeks. Typically, I don't make that much. I, I make as low as 150 in a day, but I've made, I've had days where I've made 2,500. 
So, cause I don't go after the money. I'm really emotional and I'm not very, you know, business minded and it depends on who they are and, you know, all this different situations and what I'm painting. And if they want something specific, it costs them more and it takes longer. And a lot of times it's not as effective as what I would do. Yeah. Okay. So you're mentioning, so cost wise, so say someone's just starting out with window painting and they want to go pitch it to some, some businesses around town. What's an average cost of like a, a business window? I know it varies on space and what you're, what you're painting, but what, what do you think would be an average cost for someone maybe who is just starting out and kind of pitching some ideas to businesses? Well, you'd want to start with a flyer. The best thing to do is just hand out flyers. Oh, just go this. door to yeah, door to door, and I usually just I have one here. Yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. Actually, about to to go around today to to do that. Yeah, that's perfect. You have a flyer with some examples of your work. If you don't have any examples of your work, you can paint on your windows at home or a friend's house or a friend's sliding glass window and paint some stuff. Take pictures and you know put it on the flyer. Once you have the flyer, you just have to put them out and. You know, don't worry if you go out for a week handing out flyers and you don't even get one call. The beginning, the first one's hard. But um, what I would do if I was starting now, and it's what I did in the beginning, is I would make my prices really low, so low that they, but you don't give them a lot. You know, you do something simple, like say you're doing Halloween, maybe do a jack-o'-lantern, just a round shape, no arms, don't get into detail, stay away from background stuff and figure out a way to do quick lettering yourself. A lot of times I'll do blends. I'll just do a blend and paint black letters over it really quick. You could paint Happy Halloween. But that's probably the toughest part for artists to get out there because a lot of artists are emotional like me. They're more bright brained. Some aren't, but many are. They can be offended by what people say and they're more sensitive. So it's hard to use that business sense to try to get started. But once you get your foot in the door, then that's a different story because people will see it and say, oh my gosh, they did this. And they tell there's, I would say if you, when you're first going out, you probably don't want to charge less than 50, but you probably don't want to charge over a hundred. So if they get really elaborate and you want to do something elaborate and it takes you two days, of course, yeah, you're going to want to charge at least two fifty, three hundred dollars $300 if it's a big job. But to get started, it's better to do little quick things. You could even have a, a book they flip through or something that has pictures of different themes and just keep it really simple. It's better to keep it simple and fast and try to offer them something that you want to do, you know, for the holiday. And there's all kinds of themes. I mean, you could have a bat, you could have a ghost, you could, you know, but don't have a bat and a ghost and a pumpkin and a witch riding on a broomstick in the background with trees and stuff and charge them $50. You know, you can't do that. Just try to keep it really simple and bold. Keep things bold and big. It's better to have a giant, big jack-o'-lantern in a five-foot window, which is, even though it's big, it's going to be faster to do that. And then in the other five foot window paint, happy Halloween. And, you know, I've had jobs where it was just a couple windows that took all day because they had all these intricate little things. But I try to tell people don't do that. <laughs> you know, people are driving by in a car, you know, you want to keep it bold. And but all the stuff that I'm telling you now, they can learn on Patreon or in my YouTube channel and my books, I explain all this I have, like I said, tons of videos. Okay, perfect. Yes. And everything you're saying, I'm loving this because so I have this group called the Artist Academy where I teach 
similar to YouTube as you do, but I teach like the business side of art. And just this week, I was like, hey, guys, we're going to take a flyer around and we're going to go out and we're going to pitch window art because window art can even lead to other things like murals and such, which is more of what we do. But and so everything you're saying here is like, keep it fast, keep it big and just everything about it. I'm like, yes, at least it just also helps me to know that I'm telling them correctly. And you would be a perfect person to learn how to window paint really so your YouTube is just go to Scott Campbell? Yeah, it's just Scott with one T, Campbell, Scott Campbell on oh, YouTube. Okay. And actually, oh, I have a student here, Taryn. She lives in Alaska. And she said, I've been loving your YouTube videos, Scott. So she already knows who you are. So Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and it's funny because when I saw your stuff. What is her name? It's art by Taryn Z. So her name is Taryn. Taryn. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Taryn. Thank you for watching. <laughs> so when I first saw your stuff on Instagram, I saw these just like big elaborate things and, and they are big. And it, to me, it looks like you're spending a lot of time on these. Things. No, they're fast. One of the blockbuster videos I did, this is hilarious because I'm doing the same thing over and over each store, the same little kid's face. And I was at one store in Washington. The manager came up. She was walking up to me. And I said, hi, I'm here to do the windows. He said, oh, yeah, I, I got the call from corporate that you were coming. And then there was a little walkway where you kind of walk around. Sometimes you have like almost like one of those spinning doors you got to go through to get in the store. So I said, hi. She walked in about 15 seconds later. She turned around and the boy's head was there and it was already drawn the features with my finger in like 15, 20 seconds. So I'm extremely fast which really helps. But the key is to use rollers. You want to use four inch rollers. Don't use little brushes and like go like this. Big stuff is easier for me. When I have to do little things, it takes me so long because I'm not used to it. I used to be an illustrator like 35 years ago, but I've lost a lot of that skill because if you don't use it, you lose it. But with windows, I can paint a big giant dragon head with flames coming out of it probably in an hour maybe an hour and a 15 minutes. It could be eight feet tall with 12 feet wide because I use rollers. Sometimes I use even uh, regular, well, not house painting rollers, but seven inch rollers. And I do letters really fast. And But it's all muscle memory. It's just like whatever you do all the time, you get good at. So, and it's fun because people are watching me inside. And, and then plus when I was doing all the blockbuster, I, I was dressed as a clown too. I'm also known <laughs> as Extremo the Clown, but... We won't go into that now. That's a whole other story. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't really, it wasn't a career choice. It's starting to come out now. It was more an alternative, I guess, ego personality, but uh, it was more of a lifestyle. I lived as Extremo the Clown. You can Google it, you'll see. See, I was thinking that you were dressing up like as like for Halloween and then painting these Halloween things. And I was like, wait a second. That's a whole new level of, of advertising because I have a Mrs. Claus outfit that I could wear. Oh, yes. I love painting. Oh, my God. Or you could be a little elf. That would be even cuter. Oh, you know, little gosh. elf ears. I'm so hey, I'm here to paint your window. I'm so cute, too. It's like bonus, you know, it's like I would go paint these fast food places and I'd be dancing and singing, painting with two rollers. Or sometimes I dress as a chimpanzee with a mask, you know, or a robot. This is a whole uh, new level. I'm, I'm doing oh, this. I'm yeah. so doing oh, this. Oh, yes. You, you could be like for Halloween, you could be like the, the scary witch lady that paints your window. <laughs> and, then, oh. and, then, and then at Christmas, the little elf, you sh don't do Mama Claus, do the elf. 
Okay. Yeah, that's better. Yeah, with a little elf outfit, with a little apron, with all your paints. Oh, that'd be so cute. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Elf with little paint apron. Oh my god. And then, okay. oh yeah, and then you could go into places like you're doing some fast food place to tell them, yeah, I'll be here on this date. Oh, and by the way, you know, I'm the cute little pixie elf or whatever, and and you could have, you know, part of your thing. That that's they, the way the to kids, make the news. Exactly. Like the kids will come and they'll be like, you know, to see you paint and. I'm an entertainer too, and I. When people Google "extreme of the clown," you'll you'll see. But I don't do that anymore. I saw I had art cars and stuff. I had an art car. I sold it to a museum in um, Arizona. It was just crazy. Oh my gosh, I love this idea. You've whole you've changed my whole plan with the rollers. First off, I had never heard of using rollers, so you you've saved me hours. And then with the dressing up, that's gonna make the news. Like this is this is amazing. And Taryn just commented, she goes, Oh my god, I love this. She's so doing it. And Taryn's the one, she'll do it too. So you've inspired <laughs> you've inspired so many other people with this. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, just know with the rollers, it does take time. You know, I letter with them and stuff, and you can turn them on end to get details. Whoa, but that's it, next level. Oh my gosh! Letter yeah, you can roll. turn it, you can turn it a little and make a line. You know, a fairly thin line. But yeah, it's just all muscle memory. You have to practice with them. And at first, they're the other thing too is use two inch foam brushes. Use the Poly Brush brand. It's called Poly Brush, but they're two inch foam, one inch and two inch foam. Use those two. They'll cut down on when you're filling in colors. Because I see people with videos. You know, they're painting. And they're using like little, you know, brushes like this, you know, little tiny flats. And they're going like this and they're building it up. And it's like, I'd have that whole thing filled in in like 30 seconds with a roller or at least a two inch foam brush. So that's something, yeah, you got to practice with. I have one guy named John from John's Window Painting. He's just like incredible now. But when he first started, you know, he had to learn the ropes and had to learn the stuff I remember him telling me how much trouble he was having with two inch foam. And then, but after a while, you know, that's what he uses. Wow. I love this. This is such good tips too. And it's such the perfect timing too, because I mean, all these Halloween and Thanksgiving and Christmas things are right around the corner. So this will also be in podcast form. So anybody listening to this can go out today right now. And as you said, this is the best time to be doing this around Christmas. People go nuts for this stuff. So you also mentioned Mother's Day, Easter and 4th of July are big ones. Yeah, and St. Patrick's Day. and okay. But yeah, people are always having sales, you know, or sales or grand opening or we're moving or they might want to write happy birthday. That's another thing, too. You could also do homes. You could like promote yourself as that. You could show up as a clown or whatever and say, yeah, I come paint your window. Happy birthday, Bob, or happy birthday, Cindy, or on the window. I mean, or you could put like welcome home, Jim, from the, the army or something or or congrats, you know, class of 2021, or that's another thing I never even got into. Okay. Yeah. Such good tips. Yes. And I'm sure that, like you mentioned, once you get one business doing it for a holiday, they want you to come back for the next holiday and then the next holiday and every year, right? Yeah. It's so true. Yeah. I know people that are just swamped right now, even with COVID-19, because it's kind of a low, a low contact business. I, when I do the Sears, you know, I wear a mask, I stay six feet apart or more. If people come up to me and want to talk and then when I go in the store, they all have masks on. I go in and, you know, if he's going to write me a check or whatever, it's it's pretty low contact. And um, a lot of face painters are coming to me now because that's something that they can't do anymore, obviously, because of the pandemic. And so I've had a lot of people switching over or adding to what they do, adding face painting. They do window painting now. And it, if you're face painting, 
you still have some artistic skill, you know, or if you're painting signs and definitely if you're painting murals, you have a lot of artistic skills that can easily transition over to window painting and painting on glass is the best. I mean, when you want to erase something, you just get your razor and go, just take it off and repaint it. Okay. So yeah, let's talk about that for a second. So the best way to take off this paint, do you have the business take it off? And how do you suggest they do that if they're the one doing it? I actually recommend that you learn how to wash windows and you do it yourself. It makes it way easier. And I just include it into the price. And people love that wow. because I had this one, this thrift store that had two stores that I did. And I was charging them $250 a store. And I didn't find out till way later, they were paying somebody $250 to wash it off. And it's like, for maybe 300 another 50 I could have included that. Ooh. And uh, plus, it's good exercise, you know, <laughs> it's good for your triceps. But yeah, I, it's so fun. I have somebody that follows me in Staten Island, and she's so great. And she does such great work now. I mean, not that it was, she had to learn, again, like John, she had to learn the, the ropes and learn the techniques. She was a face painter, and also she did Uh, sidewalk art but her stuff is like just so incredible but um she goes by paint by mish m-i-s-h on instagram and stuff but she's really good but i love watching her videos of her washing the windows off because she does it just like me and she's really fast and do you use a certain tool i use a razor they have a couple different brands one's called hide h-y-d-e and the other one is alway the alway brand is good it's a plastic one and you should go to my channel to see how to wash it off. But basically, you put your hand over it, you soak the window, you keep it wet for about four minutes, and then you go like this, you know, and you grab the paint. But be careful. I had one person cut their hand not doing it correctly. But it's best to go to my channel and watch. Just use the, you know, the magnifying icon, and you can search and just put washing, washing windows, and you'll see videos. But yeah, I use a particular kind of paint, too. I use interior house paint with an eggshell finish. I use eggshell because it comes off easier. Don't use flat. Flat is really hard to get off. And don't use exterior paint because it's tougher. It's meant to hold up better. And even though it's interior paint, it will last pretty good. It will take some weather, but you can also clear it with a polycrylic water-based polyurethane. You can get that at Home Depot or Lowe's and you can cover it with that. Then it's completely waterproof. It'll last forever. But I did have a window that was up for 25 years once and it didn't fade because it wasn't hit by the sun and it didn't get any rain, but it was up 25 years. It looked the same as the day I painted it. So the reds and stuff will start to fade after about nine months. But a lot of these windows are seasonal and they're only up for like a month or two or maybe three months at the most. So, but yeah, you could always clear it, but um, I don't use semi-gloss paint because it's a little more expensive. And plus the paint I used to use, which is cell vinyl for the outline in the detailing black. I do use a different paint for the outline in the black. And I'll tell you about that in a second. But I didn't use the semi-gloss because that paint would beat up. The black paint would beat up on the semi-gloss. So I went with um, the eggshell or you can use satin too. But the black I use now is called golden high flow acrylic carbon black. And it's a little bit spendy, but it's incredible paint. If that's too much for you and you don't want to invest in that, you can use deco art patio paint, wrought iron black. And that comes in little two ounce jars, but you can buy a few of them. And that stuff works good too. If you're just starting, you don't want to spend $30 for a, you know, a pint of the other black. 
I love this. This is so great and <laughs> such good. You can tell that you're an educator. I just want to say, because some artists come on here and they don't have the fluidity that you have when it comes to telling stories and giving tips. You know exactly what to do. So I just want to, you're doing an amazing job at this interview. I'm so impressed and I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat because like I said, I'm, <laughs> I'm about to go around today and hand out window flyers and I'm like, Tell, oh, and then, and then this have, okay. And then use this product. I just, I'm so into this <laughs> and I hope everybody else is too, because this is such a good way. Like, I love that you made a whole career out of window painting. Like that's your specialty. I love it. Someone had a question. Do you paint on the outside or do you ever paint on the inside of the windows? Well, I've painted tens of thousands of windows and they're all, they're always like 99.999% on the outside. There's a reason I do that. Like some people paint on the inside and there's some there's a place called Graphic Garden, and they do incredible work, and they paint on the inside, but it's just really beautiful. It's really illustrative and just storybook life, and you know you can see it and stuff, but the reason I paint on the outside is for a few reasons. One, it's a pain in the butt to try to wash it off on the inside. You can make a mess, but the main reason is on the outside, it's more saturated and visual when you see it because the light's coming from the sun. It has to pass through the glass has to hit the paint, has to hit the back, you know, you um, do it on the inside, you have to paint it white behind it, has to hit that, then bounce back out through the glass to hit your eye. So you're driving by at a car at 25 miles an hour, and you're looking over, if it's behind the glass, it's, I mean, you can see, you're going to see glare, and it's not going to be as bright. And I mean, when it's on the window, and it's floating on the glass, it's just like, boom, it's bright, you know, and it's just, it's so much more eye catching than on the inside. But like I said, some people do on the inside, it looks fine. A lot of them have walk-by traffic and it's more decorative kind of. And uh, I think it probably about, I'm just guessing off the top of my head, maybe 20% of the windows, 15, 20% of the windows are done on the inside. But for car dealers and stuff and like high impact, big, bold, whatever, you know, big giant record shop, they want, you know, Santa spinning records and he's, you know. <laughs> on a sleigh or something going, ah, you know, you want it big, big, bold, flashy, bright, because that's what works. That's how people get in. They see it. Window painting is like incredible for businesses. It's like 10 times more effective than radio, TV, you name it. I mean, it's like, it can spend 150 bucks, do a few windows and just like, I've had people tell me amazing things. Like just, I mean, the stories are endless of how people like businesses just like went up 15, 20% for the quarter just off my window. Like I did some work for KFC and they were like, oh my God, you know? So after that, what's going to happen? All their stores. And then I was doing A&W root beer and the guy that I, <laughs> I painted their windows, they were doing these root beer float things and, and it was really quick and, but it was bold. And so he was selling $7,000 of root beer floats. And it was like, over two and a half times higher than anybody in the whole country. And they were like, oh my God, you know, he won a, he got a trip to Hawaii because of this. And it was crazy. They were like, you know, what are you doing? He says, oh, well, I was, I got myself a window painter. I'm smart, you know, and, but it was more like I walked in there and said, hey, can I paint your window kind of thing? But yeah. And so I was doing KFC or um, A&W root beers for years after that, because it was so effective for them. Oh, 
I love this too. Cause so whenever people are going around trying to get window business saying this is advertisement for your business, you will get more business from, you know, your art attracting people. And especially if you have something as creative, as you said, Santa spinning your record or something like that. So tying it in to what the business is selling, like say you're painting for a library, having, you know, Santa reading a book to elves or something or an elf reading a book or something. Okay. So many ideas are spinning right now. Do you have any other tips off the top of your head for window painters? Just basically keep it fun. Do what you love. At first, you know, when you're first starting, you want to make money, you're going to do stuff you probably don't like. You can do that if you want, but eventually you want to do what you love. You want to develop a niche. I don't do cars. I don't do realistic bicycles. I don't do portraits of people. If people want that, I don't do it. I do what I do. And I try to explain to them, if you let me do what I do, you're going to make money. Because if somebody calls me for Halloween and said, and, you know, say maybe it's a, like a laundromat or something, or they want to attract more attention, you know, I would have, you know, a big washing machine with goofy eyes with a werewolf jumping out, you know, going with a full moon in the background or Dracula folding his clothes just right or something. Or I would, but I would keep it bold, you know, keep it bold, keep it simple, keep it so, you know, explain to people. People are driving by fast. They're going to see it. Yeah, you have some walk by, but you want to keep it big. Learn how to paint big and simple and fast. And then you can do a lot of work. And then just go to my YouTube channel, watch my videos, sign up for Patreon. My Patreon channel has even more videos behind the scenes stuff and free eBooks. And I do send sketches out too every three months to my top tier patrons. Yeah, I have some people that collect them. Like I have a guy in Ireland and he's got a, a notebook with plastic sleeves. And so every three months he... He puts it in there. So now he's got a book of all my sketches, like originals. So I say, I, I send original signed sketches to people like, you know, I've got, and then I, when people join Patreon, I usually do a little sketch form or something saying, welcome to Patreon and Very things like cool. that. So are you doing sketches like this for the businesses that you're painting windows for, or do you mostly just say, trust me? It's mostly trust. Me. Oh, good. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> and most people are like, and, and some people start telling me stuff and I don't know. I'm kind of a butt. I mean, I, I'm not arrogant, but sometimes I tell people, hey, I've painted 70,000 windows. I know what's best. Let you me want do a witch? Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I'll ask them, do you want a witch? Do you want Dracula? Do you want a werewolf? If you want it. I mean, if you want something specific, like if somebody said, I want a jack-o'-lantern with a, you know, a hammer, you know, and a nail or something nailing into a piece of wood, you know, it's like a lumber yard or something. I would do it. You know, I do what people say. Sometimes people have great ideas and I'm like, oh, that's great. You Like this one guy, he wanted Godzilla on his window with a Santa hat and Frosty the Snowman's running, screaming, you know, and he's melting <laughs> Frosty's butt. And, it's, you know, it's for a toy store. And it's like, oh, my gosh, this is so fantastic. Yeah, let's do it. It's like, God, I mean, Godzilla, you know, it's like. It's hilarious. And some people have really weird ideas too, like ideas I wouldn't even think of. They're so exciting. And, and so once like that, they are more detailed. And so I do do kind of more of a scene, but they're willing to pay more, you know, three, four, five hundred dollars because they're doing a whole, you know, kind of scene and stuff. So. Yeah. And it just takes you longer to do that. I love that. I love yeah. your style as well. You're like 
not cookie cutter. You're like, let's create something that's going to capture someone's attention, you know, because that's what we're doing. We're trying to capture attention for our art and, and the businesses want it as well. It's all about attention. And I think you, you get it very well, especially if you're out there dressing up in a clown suit. I love it. I love all this. This is a brilliant marketing though. And it's so, I just want to point out that you, you mentioned you're not that business minded, but this is so, this is brilliant branding and brilliant marketing because you're just being yourself. You're your own brand. And a lot of the times people overthink that. Like, how do I get attention on social media, on Instagram and Facebook? It's like, just be yourself because that's the best brand. And you're a great example of this. And I hope everybody takes to this too. And if, you know, if dressing up isn't your thing, maybe not do it, but it's definitely my thing. And I'm definitely going to do it. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It's so funny. Well, that is basically all I have today. Thank you so much for coming on. I have so enjoyed talking to you with everything and you just sharing all of your knowledge. Everybody go check out his YouTube, go check out his Patreon, especially if you've never painted a window before. I think this could be, this could just help someone so much just to get a process down that could then make them faster and then might make more money with window painting. So check out his YouTube, which is just Scott Campbell. Just search Scott Campbell. With one T. Okay. Scott Campbell, one T. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on and chatting with me. You're inspiring. Terrence says, thank you, Scott. (laughs) Oh, and someone also mentioned, they were like, he's in the comments. They're like, he's the Bob Ross of window painting and everybody was agreeing. (laughs) We love that. (laughs) Well, thanks a lot, Andrea, for having me. I had a great time. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Artist Academy podcast. I've been putting out at least one episode per week for more than four years on this podcast. And it's really cool to see those download numbers go up and up as time goes on. And that's because artists like you listen and share these episodes. So really, when I say thank you, I mean it. (laughs) It's really cool to see progress along the way. And anyway, if you like this type of art and business content, then I highly encourage you to get the audio version of my book, Mural Money, with over 15 hours of listening inspiration. I'm currently running a special of just $17 for the audio version. You can go to muralmoney.com to find it. And that comes with a bunch of extras like my art supply list, my pricing guide, recommended book and podcast list, and so much. More. I filled that book with tips from my art journey of building a profitable mural career. Plus, I've included the best of the best advice from guests I've interviewed on this podcast. It's the most affordable all in one book of advice on art and business that I have. And if you enjoy listening to me here, then I know you'll like the book too because I read it myself all 15 hours of it. <laughs> the book is available on Amazon and Audible normally for $25, but if you go to muralmoney.com, that is where you can grab the special $17 deal while it lasts. If you haven't listened to my book yet, this is your sign to do it. Again, normally $25, I'm running a special for $17, but you have to go to muralmoney.com. That's where you can grab the audio version of it. And that's all I have for you today. So I will see you next week for another episode of the Artist Academy podcast.